This is the Josh Darty Podcast. Hey guys, happy Friday to you. I'm super excited about this episode because it is an FCA speech that I got to do um, on Wednesday of this last Wednesday. And I wanted to record it. It's raw, it's unedited, but it's, it's about a topic that I am super passionate about and that I wish I would have had spoken directly to me when I was in middle school. And so I got to talk with a group of about 85 to 100 students. And it was it was a really, really, really good talk. And so I hope you enjoy it. And I would love for you if may you like it, I would love for you to share it. um, Because I think this is a message that can help a lot of people no matter how old you are. So I hope you enjoy. And uh, thank you for listening. Zaxby's, Sonic, Papa Murphy's. Um, So, let's all, do you want to open a prayer or do you want me to do it? You can do it. All right. Okay, my friends, let's open up a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this morning. Um, I thank you for the families who woke up early to get here today. Um, Jesus, I just thank you for Josh and his heart to serve you and to reach our youth. Jesus, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will... Um, dwell in him today, that your word will be spoken, that we can hear your love through him. Um, Jesus, I just pray that we will make a difference today in your name, in this school, in these halls. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Josh, you got it. Well, good morning, everybody. I'm going to do, I'm going to do this super, has anyone done this before, like sat in the thing? Sweet. I love being original. Fantastic. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it just like this because I want it to yeah come on around come on around. I'm gonna I wanted I wanted to do this because I want it to be like a conversation, right? I want it to be chill. I don't want to be like necessarily preaching at you or anything. I just want I just want us to talk and just just have a dialogue. And so uh, we're gonna do this, and I hope that's okay. And if it's not, I'm gonna do it anyway. So. There we go. Real quick, though, everyone on the count of three, say your name. Okay? Ready? One, two, three. Sweet. I'm going to remember all of those. Fantastic. Okay, so um, I want to, today's, it's going to be kind of like loosely, loosely translated-ish. I'm, I have an overall topic that was on my mind, and it's not going to be very long, but it's just, it's a topic that when I was your age, I wish I would have fully grasped onto because it would have helped me so much and like my when I got to college and early 20s and all that I'm 26 right now so I'm super old but it's okay um, but this is a topic that I think is super super important it's it's on the topic of acceptance and more specifically um, whose acceptance are you living for right are you trying to live for God God's acceptance or societies because you can't do both it's really 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 tough to do both because a lot of times um, the standards for being accepted by society and the standards to be accepted by or the, the standard of living a righteous life, right? They kind of they conflict with one another a lot of times. So three main points I want to talk about. Number one is you are accepted just how you are. How many of y'all believe that? Like how you are, you're accepted. Okay. I would love for us, for everyone in the room to, to get to the point where you understand that you don't have to be 
or do anything else. You don't, have to, you don't have to live to a standard that society says you need to in order to be accepted. And the verse that comes to mind when I think of this is found in Ephesians 2.10. It says, For we are God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. And I want to share my story um, because... It's the best way that I think that I can illustrate kind of what I'm talking about. And so I'm adopted. Um, I was adopted as soon as I was born. Um, and so I love my parents. They're fantastic. Um, but a little backstory and context to why it was difficult for me for a long time is because I'm the oldest. Uh, my mom had me when she was 15. And I had three younger sisters. And she gave me up for adoption, but she kept all three of them. So growing up, that caused a weird tension within me of like, Okay, well, she kept all three of them, and they're not, they're not super, like, a lot younger than me. Like, I think I'm older, the oldest by, like, two or three years, so it's not that big of a gap. Um, but it led me to think, like, okay, what was wrong with me? Why didn't she keep me? Um, what, do I, what, what, what did I do that led her to just give me up like that? So I carried that, whether I knew it or not, throughout my life, and I tried to prove my worth to the world and everything um, that I did. I was trying to prove that I was worth being accepted, trying to prove um, that I belonged somewhere. And so um, that, that just really led me down a weird path. Um, I was, played sports, so got really good at that. So I put my wor- all my worth into that. And um, long story short, I ended up getting hurt. That got taken away from me. So it left me in a weird place of like, I don't have value. I don't have worth. And so I got into, in college, I got into the party scene, I got into the wrong relationships, all these different things um, that led me to try to be someone that I wasn't, trying to fit a mold that I wasn't necessarily meant to fit, trying, being in the wrong relationships, acting different than who I actually was, and, you know, bringing that full circle, it led me to wake up one day and not really know who I was anymore. Can anybody relate to that? You've, you, you try to fit a mold. You try to, try to hang out with this group and be able to hang out with that group. You have to act different. You have to be different than who you actually are. And it's a weird, it's a weird place to be in. And it's not, if you do that for long enough, you actually lose sight of who God made you to be, which when we go back to that, you are a masterpiece, right? The world's going to tell you that you need to be this. You need to have this many followers. You need to have this many friends on Snapchat. You need to have, you know, fill in the blank for whatever it is for you to be accepted when that's just not the truth. The truth is how you are right now, how God made you, you are accepted. You are a beautiful and wonderful creation. And I think it's super crucial that we understand that. Um, And so another point that I thought about within this was um, putting your hope into those things, right? Putting your hope into your followers, putting your hope into um, if you have the starting position on the team, if you make these certain grades, if you do whatever, all these th- external things that the world puts so much value on, if you put your hope in those things, what happens when you get a C? What happens when you get hurt like I did and you lose your starting position? What happens when that relationship doesn't work out? Putting our hope and our expectations and everything that we find our value in, if we put those into the things of the world, 99.9% of the time we're going to be let down because nothing, nothing is meant to carry our hope and expectations except our relationship with God, except Christ. That's the only thing that's going to withstand 
the weight of our expectations. And taking it, take it from me, um, who I've put my hope and, and trust in just about everything that you can in this world, and it's let me down 99.9% of the time. And so uh, the first point is you are accepted just how you are. Second point is the world didn't create you, so it doesn't get to define you, right? Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the customs and behaviors of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So kind of like what I talked about a minute ago is like, who, what perspective are you living for? Are you living for God's perspective, right? Where we're trying, we're trying to, we're not going to be perfect because we're all human. We never will be. Right? But we're constantly in a process of being perfected by God. Right? We're, we're internalizing the word so that man, when everything that we do, our thoughts we have, our actions, they run through the filter of does this bring me closer to God or does this bring me further away? Instead of living for society's perspective, which if you've noticed, society's, society's standard of what's acceptable changes constantly. Right? The iPhone uh, 8 came out and then the 10 came out. The 10's, oh, I want the 10, I want the 10. What happens when the next iPhone comes out? Well, now the 10 isn't as cool anymore because it's this. There's, there's the new cars. There's the new st- fashion style. There's, everything changes so rapidly and so much. I mean, does anybody else agree with that? The society, everything changes so rapidly. What happens when you try to keep up with society? You keep changing over and over and over and over and over and over and over. The thing is, God's truth has been the same since day one. He's loved you the same since day one. Society's going to tell you, oh, if you don't have these new shoes, if you don't have this phone, if you don't have this many followers, you're not really worth a whole lot. You have to change in order to be accepted. But with God, you can be you. You can be the masterpiece that he's created you to be. You don't have to change because he loves you just how you are. My my phone locked on me. Sorry about that. Um, And I think that's that's the biggest thing for me um, is I've lived, tried to live for the acceptance of society. And now, probably the last three years, I've stopped caring about what the world thinks about me. I just, I honestly, I don't care. Like, as long as I know that I'm living, doing my best to live and be the person that God has created me to be, not being perfect, but being in process, I'm okay with that. I'm not defined by my haircut. I'm not defined by the clothes that I wear. I'm not defined by the color of my skin. Like, none of that in the grand scheme of things matters because I'm trying to live a life that honors God at the end of the day, right? And so I want to I challenge you to not, don't let external things be what defines you. Because football defined me for a long time. And then I blew out my knee. And then that was taken away. Then what do I have? Right? But an, in, an internal relationship with God, being defined by God, that is something that can never be taken away from you, no matter what, Right? So that, for me, is one of the biggest things um, that I hope that you would grasp onto and that concept that you would take to heart 
is that you are a masterpiece and you don't have to change um, for anything. And then know the truth about who you are, who God says you are. Because if you don't know the truth, you'll end up believing the lies that are told about you. You're not worth this because of this, right? But I know what God says about me. I know that I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. I know there's a plan for my life. I know these things because I believe that the word of God is 100% true. And if the word of God is 100% true, everything that it says about me is true. So I don't, have to, I don't have to fall victim to believing a lie that's said about me, what society thinks about me, all these different things, because I know the truth about me. And that's why it's so important to be in the Bible, to be internalizing the word. So that, because when it, whenever, you're in the, whenever you're being tempted or somebody's attacking you or th- this and that, it's too late once you're being attacked, right? In my opinion, it's too late once you're being attacked to try to store things up. You want to have those things in you that, so that when someone says, bro, man, they're making fun of you because of this. They're making fun of you because of that. It's like, that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Because I know the truth of what God says about me. I know the truth. So first point is you are accepted just how you are. You don't have to change. You don't have to do any of that because God loves you just how you are. Second, the world didn't create you, so it doesn't get to define you. Your clothes, your car, your phone, whatever, all that stuff does not matter. And the last one is um, I totally skipped it. Oh, I, I, went, I totally went into it. Know the truth, you'll be deceived by lies. Um, Philippians 4, 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Think about what God's word says about you. <coughs> know it. Know it. You don't have to, I'm not saying know the Bible cover to cover. If you can ever achieve that, that's incredible. But know one to two to three verses that you can go to when you're struggling with something. When life gets hard, when you're going through a rough time, when you feel like you don't have anybody else, you always have God. Always, 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 always. Trust me, I've been there. I've had zero friends. I've had the family issues. I've gone through it all. I know. I can totally empathize with it. But being on the front end of going through troubles and then being on the, the, after going through everything, the thing that constantly got me through was knowing what God's word said about me. Because that's what you can cling to. When everything is wild, when the storms are coming, when the waves are crashing over you, and it just seems like it, this is, I cannot get through this. Knowing God's word will get you through it. I promise you. I want to challenge you today. Find one verse. One you can literally like Google uh, how do I have courage or self-worth or something, whatever it is that you struggle with, find one verse and commit it to memory. Write on a sticky note. Put it all over your house wherever you see it the most. But internalize that. And I promise you, whenever you do go through hard times, you do have trouble. You're gonna have that verse so internalized that instead of automatically going into a bad place uh, mentally when you're having these things, that verse is going to start popping into your head. That truth is going to start popping into your head. And eventually, man, your thoughts are so powerful. So powerful. So what happens when our thoughts are filled with the truth of God's word? That's pretty life-changing right there. 
So um, that's really what I had today just to share. It's something that, um, like I said, I wish that I would have um, had taught to me um, and presented to me when I was y'all's age because it would have saved me so much frustration and pain and, um, and sadness, quite honestly. Um, so I hope you take it to heart. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any other agenda other than I just want you to live the best life possible, honestly, and just, um, have God's best for you. So thank you so much for, for letting me be here. I'd love to pray with y'all real quick. Um, Lord, thank you so much for just today. Um, the gift that each day is, I pray that, um, we would seek you in everything that we do. Um, we would know the truth that you say about us, um, that we would believe your truth over what the world says always. Um, I'm just so thankful for each one of these students. Pray that you would um, just be with them today, as you always are. Um, give them peace of mind and just help them finish out the school year strong. Join in my prayer. Amen. Podcast family, thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode. A couple things. One, could you share this with somebody that you love, someone you care about, or share it on your personal page? That would mean the absolute world to me and help me tremendously in getting my message out. And then the second thing, leave a review. It truly, truly does help. And I would love to hear what you think, how I can be better for you, what I'm doing well. All those things mean so, so much to me. So once again, thank you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.